LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead review, episode 161. Today I'm doing the second webisode, web series, webisonic, uh, The Walking Dead Cold Storage webisodes from 2012. This one is significantly better than the first one. Only a year removed from the first one, and it's way better. They did something I, which I consider bold, a bold maneuver, where they they got quality actors I recognize, like Josh Stewart, and who, who's great. He's in the collection. He's in the collector. He's in a lot of good stuff. He's got that very Russian-looking face. He's a really good actor. I really like that guy. Uh, he's in a ton of stuff. But not only did they do that, they got an actor I recognize, which is nice, because uh, they could afford him by then. They got. They did something again. A bold maneuver. A bold a strategy. They went. Hey, let's let our audience hear the dialogue and hear what's happening on set. Let's what's what's an implement some sort of audio recording mechanism into the scenario here. Let's put that in the equation. Just see what happens. And the, it revolutionized the web series uh, in, in my mind because. I couldn't hear a fucking word they were saying in the first one and, and torn apart. And this one, I heard everything, and it was great, and I enjoyed it. Audio makes such a big difference. Audio makes more of a difference than most people realize. It is like 75% of a production value. You can excuse a bad camera, like I mentioned in the last one. You go, whatever. I'm invested in the story, and I can hear it, and everything's working. It look, doesn't look that great. I can ignore it. Some TV shows have bad cameras in the first season or so until they get better ones. This, the Torn Apart and Cold Storage had fine camera work. This one's a little bit better looking. They, you can tell they use a better camera or they had better lighting. I can't tell which. But they, the audio made such a difference where even if the story was better in season one or the, you know, in Torn Apart. I still wouldn't like it as much just because I couldn't fucking hear it. And it, that drives me insane when you have bad audio. But the point is, again, that's just my, how my brain works. And that, most, people, most people, that's how their brain works. It, it really is true. Bad audio fucking ruins the production. Anyway, let's get into it. It's cold storage. I didn't realize how literal they're going to use the word storage in this, in this, uh, this web series, web, webisode. What do I call? Is this a web series? And these are webisodes I'm reviewing of the web series. Is that what we're doing? I don't know the phrasing. I don't know. I'm not that cool. I don't. I don't know this shit. Well, let's get into it. Uh, first webisode is called Hide and Seek. It begins on a uh, a bad CGI rooftop, which again you forgive because whatever the visuals are not as important as the audio. Believe it or not, in a, in, a, in a production, it's it's true. So because you forgive bad, look, go watch Blade. If Blade sounded like shit, you would not forgive the bad CGI. It would stand out so much more because you'd be like, oh, everything's bad. Like, it just makes such a difference. But bad rooftop CGI. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall looking dude is walking around. He wakes up some guy named Chase. Again, again they're on a bad CGI rooftop. And Chase is like, how long was I asleep? Or what, day, what time is it? And he goes, doesn't matter. And he goes, well, I guess how long was I out? And he's like, a few minutes or something like that. And then they start talking about how they have to go somewhere. And then Chase literally says... Uh, the text was crystal clear. The caravan leaves at dawn, with or without us. I'm like, you're still getting text messages like into the apocalypse. I don't know. I don't know where we're beginning here. So it must be the very beginning. We don't know. I just figured because it was 2012. I, we're we're several months into this, and fucking cell phone texting is still working. I, I guess uh, like Sprint is still sticking around and being like, this might turn around. Let's go ahead and keep working here. 
All right, we still got commercials to make and annoying, annoying characters to throw out there in the commercials. We still got to do this. Oh, it'll turn around, right? 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 I was waiting, keeping their services going. I don't know what's going on. I don't know when we are. Uh, Anthony and Michael Hall, they go downstairs. Uh, I thought they're going to have to fight some zombies on the way down, but of course they aren't because it's a web series. And they go down the stairs, uh, which are completely clear, even though we hear zombies everywhere. But apparently there's a separate stairway that's just completely free of zombies. They go downstairs, they get in the road, and then uh, Anthony Michael Hall, dude, is, is very obviously bitten. Like, you knew he was going to get bitten. He gets bitten on the shoulder while he's looking through some fucking Playboys, and he's found grandma's ashes, and he starts making, like, oh, my grandma, and starts poured out. And he's like, no! Chase is like, no! And, and Anthony Michael Hall-looking dude gets bitten, and then Chase runs away, and then he gets chased, ironically, because his name is Chase. He gets chased by zombies. And he goes to a storage locker. He opens it up, tries to throw it shut, but he can't get it all the way shut. Um, you hear, and the zombies are like, cr- three zombies are crawling in under the door. It's pretty cool looking. And I was like, oh, cool. This is, this is cool looking. How's he going to get out of this? He's fucked. And then outside, some guy shoots the three zombies in the head. And then he's like, get out of there, asshole. And I was like, who's that? Oh, it's the end of the episode. And then AMC website tipped me to uh, fucking Rick getting gasoline from season two again. And I was like, fucking, I'm so sick of that video. Why do you keep forcing me to watch that? I, I don't, I don't, I didn't even watch it, but I'm like, it just says like Rick, Rick gets gasoline or something like that. That's the description for the name. Or that's the title of the video. I'm like, why does that sound fascinating? That is not as fascinating as you think it is. Trust me. I do not want to watch that. And you keep trying to force me over there. Just take me to episode two, please. There's a logic that I want to say everyone follows that if there's a four part series and I just finished episode one, and I didn't leave the website, and I just finished it, logic serves a reason, to quote Shawshank, that I want to watch episode two next. And then perhaps after that, I don't know, episode three. We have numbers for a fucking reason. What are we doing? This, this site takes you to some random video and goes, here's this. And I don't know when... And sometimes, honestly, I clicked on episode one. It played the... I'm going to bitch about the AMC website, this entire web series, uh, all, all of the ones I do. But I, I put, clicked on episode one. It played the ads for two minutes, two fucking minutes. But it would, go, it would give me like little doses where it would fool me, where it goes, playing ad one of one, 30 seconds, and it plays it. And when it gets to the end, it goes, playing ad two of two, one minute. And I go, fuck, and it adds 30 seconds on. And I go, fuck you. And, because don't lie to me, beginning. Like, show me two minutes. I go, okay, I got two minutes. But they don't want you to leave the room to go fucking like wash your hands or take a piss or anything. So they trick you by like adding adding it into the end of the last one. So eventually I added up to a two minute, four videos, 30 seconds each. And so I'm like, oh, you fucking assholes. Because at that point, you're looking into infinity. Because by this math, by their math they're using on the AMC website, this can go on in infinite. It could go on forever. It just, there's no end to it because they're, they're changing the math. Because one of one, and then now it's two of two, and then it's three of three and four and four. I don't know when this is going to fucking end, when this nightmare is going to end. And it finally loads up the video, and it takes me to episode three. And I go, what the fuck? I clicked on episode one on your goddamn website. You made me watch two videos, which was very, very, uh, it was a lie, let's be honest, about how many ads I had to watch, which, whatever. I'll get over that. It doesn't bother me. Ads don't bother me, but don't fucking lie to me. But the point is, then I watched episode three? What the fuck? And so I had to go back and watch episode one. And it told me everything that fucking happened in there. So episode two, I finally get around to watching, which I finally found a, a link for it. So it's called Keys of the Kingdom. Um, Chase crawls out of the storage locker. He meets some guy named BJ. Um, he offers, he's trying to kick uh, Chase out of there. And Chase is like, this is a big place. You must have like a bunch of Jennies. 
And I was like, who the fuck are, who the fuck is Jen? You got a bunch of women named Jennies? And he's like, yeah, the, I, uh, you know, the, the Jennies left and uh, they're not working anymore. I'm like, the fucking Jennies are out of work? Like, um, are they unemployed? Oh, they're not in unemployment because the world didn't. How's this going to work? What's going to happen with the Jennies? Is, is Jenny, what's going to happen? Is, Je- is Jenny McCarthy going to be all right? I need to know or not because maybe she didn't vaccinate and this is what happened. This, she started the zombie apocalypse. This could all be her fault. I want to get, I want Jenny to get her retribution. I want something fucking bad to happen to her. When apparently I was talking about generators, which I keep calling them Jennies, which is driving me insane. Maybe the he, BJ knows he's taking him seriously because he uses the, the quick phrase Jennies instead of generators, which really saves him so much time. And he's like, I'll stay, I'll tell you what, you let me get a truck and I can stay here for a little bit and I'll fix your generators and then I'll leave fair trade. He's like, all right. BJ takes him on like a random tour of the facility and he's like, these are all these things and there's all the porn you can handle here. We got straight porn, gay porn, uh, child porn, we got bestiality. Ugh. Literally says bestiality and then goes, hey, we also got pinball. And then he's like, play in a game. And I was like, that was a whiplash-like uh, transition in your, your, uh, your, what, your, what do you want to talk about there? Because you introduced the subject of bestiality and then quickly just brought up pinball to, to either mask because you weren't getting a, uh, the, the reaction you were hoping for from Chase. You weren't getting the excited reaction. You didn't get shock either, so you, maybe you can't pass it off as a joke. So you just switched to pinball, and we're like, Clearly, I wanted to talk about pinball this entire time. I was talking about pornography, especially bestiality pornography. He offered up bestiality pornography like, like it's just a casual thing. Like, oh, oh, you have you have a girl sucking off a dog and three horses. Great. I mean, what time? It's ten oh eight. Yeah, I got I got plenty of time to watch that. Yeah, let's 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 do it. Why do you, why do you wait this long, BJ? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, PJ, come on. I thought we were bros. I'm, make, I'm fixing your jennies. You show me the bestiality porn. What's the big... What, what the fuck? Why are you holding out? This is weird. Why? Why does it... Oh, BJ, uh... I'm just going to move on. Because BJ's a fucking weirdo. It's the first sign that BJ's up to something. He, uh, he lets Chase into a, a random storage locker. And he goes... Shh, opens it up. And he's like... Uh, this 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 storage locker belonged to a cop, and I go, "It's fucking Rick." I get it, of co- because of course it is. Because of course it is. I didn't read any of the AMC bullshit in the site because I learned in this one. But I'm like going off the first web series torn apart where it had to feed into the show. I'm like, it's gonna be Rick's, and it's not gonna matter. And sure as shit, he he opens it, he goes in there, he looks through, gets some clothes, goes through because apparently Rick is just keeping boxes of photos of him and his family and literally like photo albums. And I'm like, was Rick planning on leaving Lori and he's just storing his shit here just in case the bitch goes crazy and burns down the house. And like, I want to save some of this shit and keep it off the record. So she can't find it. I don't know what Rick is doing. It is painting a very weird picture of what Rick was up to behind Lori's back because Couples, they had a massive house. We saw their house. They have plenty of fucking room for the, what was in the storage locker. They have so much goddamn room for this stuff. So w- there's zero reason for him to keep this unless he's planning on leaving Lori. I don't know what the fucking plan was. I, I kind of want to know now, now that they presented this to me, what the fuck was going on. It was someone like a Rick fanatic and they had his shit and they're keeping it here. It was like, is this Shane's locker? He just has pictures of Lori so he can fucking go in there and sad jerk off while crying. I don't know what the fuck this storage locker is. I want to know and I need a backstory on this locker. Just like what happened in season of the first torn apart web series, I wanted more on, on a specific of the backstory. This I want to know. Why does Rick have a goddamn storage locker? Why? I don't. Oh, I want to know. 
Uh, but he hears he goes outside outside the store outside Rick's storage locker, and that is the end of the tie-in with The Walking Dead. By the way, uh, as far as our characters, he goes out and he hears like a bunch of weird noises coming from a, a certain storage locker. And I was like, "Ooh, is he keeping like zombies in there?" Okay, okay. Episode three: The Chosen Ones. BJ is watching a security cam of of the outside, like outside the storage facility. It's he says it's from last weekend. Everyone's fighting and killing each other, and he's just laughing, having a laugh riot. And you're like, okay, something's fucking up with BJ. He's got some weird fucking problems. First of all, his name is BJ. He's a grown man going by the initials BJ. If you're a grown up, stop using your initials and going by it. It's fucking weird and childlike. Don't do it. It's like when grown men go by Jimmy. It's it's some people can do it. I'll say Jimmy Simpson gets a pass. He's the only one after that. Maybe fucking Jimmy John, even though the fuck that restaurant. So maybe not even them. Jimmy Simpson, congratulations. He's the only one I respect named Jimmy. But uh, he, he, his name is fucking BJ. And he's laughing at the security cam footage of people killing themselves outside. And then uh, Chase is like, hey, I'm going to my sister's house when I get out. When you give me a truck here for fixing your Jennies, because uh, I fix all your Jennies. My sister's name is Jenny, ironically. What's the, what are the odds? So why don't you come with me? And I'm like, oh, dude, don't. You should be paying attention to these red flags that BJ's just throwing up. BJ's throwing up so many red flags, and you're like, just covering your eyes and keep walking. And you're, you're just walking past these giant red flags that are, that are waving in the wind, even though there's no wind in there. Because there's wind from the ACU turned on. But they're waving you in the face and smacking you. And like, and you're just like, oh, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. He's laughing at people killing each other on security camera. Oh, keep moving, keep moving. Oh, he's got a weird, maybe a zombie in a storage locker. Who knows what the fuck he's doing there. He's got like a weird zombie lovenasium going on in there. Is he fucking a zombie in there? What is BJ doing? I don't know. His name is BJ. He could be up to anything at this point. I have zero idea of what he's doing and want to come hang out with my sister bj bj you want to come hang out with my little sister that sounds like a, a real safe thing to bring her around good god bring this fucking train wreck in there in my sister's home you fucking idiot and he says i got a text from her four days ago and he's like four days ago might as well be four months ago or four years whatever he says you're you're fucked bj's a fucking bummer bj's a fucking bummer but uh yes he, he uh he uh, fucking moving on. Uh, at this point, my next note was the quality is up 10, 10 times from the last web series from, from Torn Apart. It is up considerably. I'm so much more invested in this, and I'm like, what the fuck is BJ up to? Why the fuck is Chase trying to bring BJ into his family's home? And then he has Chase uh, set the breakers and blah, 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 and then uh, downstairs. And then he has Chase has to kill a zombie guy, and he comes back up, and he's like, hey, Who's that guy? That's the guy I killed. And he's looking at like the employee pictures on the walls. And he's like, oh, that's that. That's that guy. Uh, I had to put him down. I thought I killed him, and I guess not. And he's like, who's this girl? And he's like, oh, that's Kelly. She didn't show up to work. And I was like, something's going on here. Something's going on real creepy-like. Is she the zombie sex slave that's in that storage locker? It must be. And then he has... BJ has Chase wheel the zombies out of the of the storage facility and like throw them in the dumpster. He doesn't get that far because he stops, and then uh, BJ shoots him in the head, shoots Chase in the head. And I was like, okay, well that ended abruptly. That was a very abrupt ending. There's still one more web webisode. Okay, the fucking word. One more episode to go. I'm just gonna say episode. Fuck it. There's still one more episode to go. You know what? Abandoning the word webisode, except in the description because it's a fucking stupid word. So. Chase is dead? Okay. okay. He lands in the garbage pile. All the zombies are dead, so he, he's fine as far as that goes. But uh, episode four, parting shots. 
And I was like, oh, okay, I guess it grazed him because Chase wakes up. He has like a little blood inside of his head, which I don't believe has ever happened in real life where someone got grazed in the side of the head. And they're like, oh, whoa, hey, I'm all right. That has never fucking happened. You either get shot in the head and die or sometimes you do have those miraculous like get shot in the middle of the forehead and they live somehow. And their lives are never the same. But And sometimes they get superpowers. But uh, I, it's never fucking happened as far as I know that someone got shot in the side of the head and has like grazed their skin. And they're like, oh, I got a little cut. Oh, cut, cut. Because if it did that, you wouldn't fall back into the fucking garbage. You'd be like, oh, ah. Like, shit like that, you don't really feel the pain because you're in shock. You don't notice it. But instead, this guy flew back. So that means it knocked him over. So it must have hit him hard enough to knock him over. But you wouldn't fall over from a graze. It doesn't make any sense. He must have just panicked and fell over and passed out for hours. Fucking, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Chase gets up. He, w- he wakes up. Uh, he goes... He kills a zombie with a cinder block, which is fucking cool looking. There's some cool stuff in this one. I really like this one. Um, he breaks into the facility, into the side door. He watches. Uh, he's looking at the security camera. He goes into BJ's office, watching BJ come out of the security locker, and he's buttoning up, buttoning up his shirt. I'm like, that fucker guy does have a zombie sex slave. Yes, he does. Okay, we're doing it. Uh, Chase sneaks out and goes into the zombie lovenasium, and it turns out it's just Kelly, and she's alive. And I was like, oh. That's not nearly as fucking disturbing as what I was expecting, but still pretty fucked up. It's like a Taken scene in there, the scene from the first Taken movie. It was auctioning off women. But it's, she's like on a bed, and it's like so romantic looking. She's wearing like red lingerie. And I was like, BJ's a fucking rapist romantic. So it's kind of like a, it's a, it's a compl assault. Like it's a backhanded compliment. Like, like, oh, you fucking scumbag. But really, like, you're very romantic for a rapist. Like he dressed her up. Real nice, like, got her, he's like, she, she's on a bed in a storage locker, and he, like, decked that thing out. He must have been planning this for quite some time. I want to know if that's his storage locker, and he just had, like, a fucking lovenasium built into the storage locker, and just waiting for the day he can grab Kelly. Because Kelly mentions, this motherfucker's been planning this for a while, and I'm like, yeah, it seems like it. And she says he killed all the coworkers when this started going down, and then immediately snatched her. I was like, yes, this guy... Has, has definitely shown some warning signs before that everyone else just ignored, apparently. Um, BJ sees Chase in there, and he threatens him over the intercom. Uh, and he's like, Warriors, come out and play. Chase, come out and play. And clink, clink, clink. clink. And he's doing that. Uh, not so much that, but he's basically like, like, just let her go, and uh, you can go. I don't care about you. I'll give you a fucking car. You get out of here. It's cool, man. Cool, bros. You know, silence among rapists is fucking cool, man. Just let me go. I'll keep raping her because it's going to be so hard to find another hottie like Kelly. So please just don't take her away or do anything. Uh, and she's like, did you kill him? She, she did ask him in the early, did you kill him? Did you kill BJ? And he's like, no. And she's like, let's go. And so they're coming after him. Immediately, we're in a standoff. And I was like, ah, we're here. Okay. Because it's a web series. They have to keep moving. Uh, they're immediately in a standoff. Uh, Chase and uh, Kelly are on one side. And then BJ's on the other side. And... They're, they start to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And he's like, offered him, like, take the truck, leave Kelly. Just don't hurt the fucking vagina standing in front of you. And just take her, I don't, or just take the car. I don't, just take whatever you can have this place. Just let me have Kelly. Let me, she's the most important thing here. She's the prize. And I'm, I'm BJ. And then Chase is like, he lies to BJ. And he's like, I don't fucking care, man. Just, just have her. I don't care. I don't, I don't care about this at all. And then. It lets BJ put, they put down their guns, and then you see uh, the whole time 
uh, uh, what the fuck's her name? Kelly sneaking around, like walking behind uh, BJ to be like, I'm with him now for no reason. And BJ does not appear to figure this out because even if Chase let her stay there, he still has to fucking kidnap her again. He still has to tie her to a bed to fuck her to rape the woman. And he's still like, she's sneaking up behind me like she trusts me. Yeah, this is all working. Ah! And we don't see her kill him. But I'm like, BJ, come on, bro. Did you think she fell in love with you? And she just happens to have a machete and walks behind you, just all, all, all casual-like. Like, oh, Chase didn't, doesn't want to save her, so of course she's going to stay here and be raped by me and not take it, her chances on her own. Of course she's going <laughs> to. Because then we just cut outside and Chase is, and they're getting in a car. Chase and Keller are getting in a car. In a truck, and then they take off, and then the zombies fill the unit, and then we go inside further, and we see uh, the zombie head of BJ is on a table, and he's like, rah, rah. and I'm like, she fucking cut off his head and put his head on a table in a different room. That's fucked up. That's weird because it's in a completely different room. I was like, what did she carry it around with her for a while? And she like punt it like a soccer ball, and then fucking end it or football, and end up in a different room and landed on a table like that. What did she do with his head? Did she rape it back? Because it, I don't blame her. I don't fucking blame her at all. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't judge her in the slightest. Cause fuck that guy. Cause fuck that guy. Right? Uh, but BJ, come on, bro. You gotta. You gotta read the room. You gotta. You gotta use logic here. Just don't just think with your dick. Your dick got you killed here. Because you've been raping the woman. If she was really that into you, you wouldn't have to have a fucking rape dungeon in in a storage locker and have her tied up. You wouldn't have to do that. You could just have have her. It's called a relationship, BJ. Something you're never gonna get again because you're a zombie now, bro. Come on. Come on, BJ. I mean, it's too late for you to figure it out, but if you're out there, don't be BJ. Just don't. Because why would she trust you? Why would... Oh, my God, BJ. Come on. Bad decisions. With that being said, uh, Greg Nicotera directed this one as well. Much, much better job. I really like this one. It's, it's fun. It's short, obviously. But it was, it was interesting. It had a, a little story, and it actually had a plot. The first web series, Torn Apart, did not have a plot. I didn't know who the fuck these characters were, how they're related to each other. It didn't go into any detail at all as far as why I should care, why, what I'm watching, couldn't hear anything, fucking hated it. This one, great. It was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Was, honestly, I, I, I have nothing negative to say other than what, like character things, but that's just a character. That character's going to be stupid and doesn't, doesn't impact the, story, like the actual quality. They recorded audio. I appreciate that. Uh, up, up next is The Oath, which I didn't like as much. Uh, not even close. This is definitely the best one of the three that I've seen. I still have not seen Red Machete, which I cannot find, and I'm going to keep looking, but I don't know. Uh, enjoyable, cold storage. They took that word storage very literally. It's in a storage locker. Very interesting. But, you know, let's get out of here. Uh, watch this one. I would say watch this one. So recommendation real quick. It's fun. Uh, if you listen to this entire thing, uh, why why do you do that? That's a weird order to do it in. I'm still giving my recommendation at the end of it for some reason. I really should do my recommendation at the beginning. I'm not used to recommendations because I just review episodes, which I assume you've seen. So this is my first time doing this. So out of order, I realize I fucked up, okay? Okay, I, I'm learning on webisodes, okay? I'm learning. Fuck you. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. Go to liwstudios.com. Come on, BJ. Come on, bro.